Welcome to your go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Wait For It Podcast, and welcome to the September edition of Netflix and Phil. I am your co-host, Phil Smith, a.k.a. Phil the Filipino. Thank you all so much for joining us here on the Wait For It Podcast, whether you are brand new or a longtime listener. We truly appreciate you giving us your time. For those of you that are new, this is Netflix and Phil, in which I will recommend shows from various streaming sites such as Netflix, Hulu, done a few Apple TV shows as well. And this time we'll be going back to Amazon Prime. If you're not necessarily looking for a new show to binge or if you've already watched The Legend of Vox Machina, don't worry. Make sure to check out the library for the rest of our content. I promise you there is something here for everybody, but I also promise you're going to have a good time if you choose to stick around. With all of that being said, let's just go ahead and jump right into this because I have a whole lot to talk about when it comes to this show. I do want to give a little disclaimer. I do not, nor have I ever, played Dungeons & Dragons. It's certainly something I'm open to in the future, but there is a pretty good chance I may misreference something in this episode. So for all you critters out there that may come across this episode, please forgive me. But by all means, feel free to let me know on social media, like what I possibly got wrong or like how I can learn. I want to learn more about this going forward. So certainly let me know in a constructive fashion, please. A lot of this information is from the Critical Role fandom and wiki page and all sources will be found in the show notes. A synopsis of the show, Vox Machina is a band of eight unlikely heroes. They find themselves on a quest to save the realm of Exandria from dark magical forces. Vox Machina contains a group of ragtag adventurers, half-elf twins Vaxeldan and Vexalia, the gnome bard Scanlan, the human gunslinger Percy, the barbarian Grog, the half-elf druid Keyleth, and the gnome cleric Pike. The first season follows what's known as the Briarwood Arc, which is arguably one of the most popular storylines of the campaign. The Briarwood Arc focuses on the character of Percy, who travels to the town of Whitestone to avenge his parents' death with Vox Machina's help. The main Briarwood antagonists are Lord Silas and Lady Delilah. There are a lot of things that make this show very special. It's got excellent animation. It's got really, really fantastic fight scenes, amazing voice acting, which shouldn't be surprising. I'll tell you who the voice actors are in here in just a moment. But let's start at the very beginning. For those of you that were unaware, and I was in this camp as well before I started, Critical Role is an actual play series featuring voice actors who play Dungeons and Dragons. The first campaign premiered on March 12, 2015, and it consisted of 115 episodes and concluded on October 12, 2017. It's crazy that these campaigns can go on for years. It's pretty cool. The main cast of Critical Role reprised their roles as their player characters. Voice actors Laura Bailey, Travis Willingham, Marisha Ray, Ashley Johnson, Sam Regal, Liam O'Brien, Taliesin Jaffe, and Matthew Mercer. Mercer was the DM for the campaign, so he plays multiple characters throughout the show, including one of the main villains, Silas Briarwood. The critical role streams included guests such as Felicia Day, Will Wheaton, John Heater, Joe Manganiello. I know for some of you listening, the Joe Manganiello one might be a little bit strange, but that dude is a straight up nerd. He is one of us. I love that guy. 
Members of the cast actually attempted to pitch the series to a few production companies, but were unsuccessful. So they decided to try a crowdfunding campaign and reached out to the animation studio Titmouse Inc. to create a teaser trailer. On March 4th, 2019, the Critical Role cast launched a Kickstarter campaign to raise funds for a 22-minute animation called Critical Role, The Legend of Vox Machina Animated Special. One animated special is what they were going for. The animated story was to be set just before the streaming portion of the campaign started, when the players were around level 7, during a time when, canonically, there is an in-game period of roughly 6 months when the members of Vox Machina were not all together at the same time. The cast projected a cost of $750,000 for a single 22-minute animated short, fulfilling the other campaign rewards and the fees associated with the crowdfunding campaign. Not knowing how long this would take to raise, the campaign length was set for 45 days. Within an hour of launching the Kickstarter, it had reached more than $1 million. At the end of the first day, all of the announced stretch goals had been unlocked, and the total had reached more than $4.3 million. With four 22-minute episodes funded in the first 24 hours, additional stretch goals were then added, expanding the project into an animated series. The first two episodes would cover the pre-stream story arc. The subsequent episodes would adapt the Briarwoods arc, also from the Vox Machina campaign. By March 18th, 2019, eight 22-minute episodes had been funded. Finally, on April 4th, 2019, the last published stretch goal of $8.8 million was reached during the airing of episode 57 of Campaign 2, pushing the total length of the animated series to 10 episodes. A secret $10 million stretch goal of Willingham being filmed going around a haunted house was reached on April 16th. The final total raised by the Kickstarter when it closed on April 19th, 2019, get this guys, was $11,385,449 with 88,887 backers. That is fucking incredible. Remember, the initial goal was $750,000. They ended up with over $11 million. When the campaign closed, it was one of the most quickly funded in Kickstarter history and was the most funded Kickstarter for TV and film projects. They ended up going with Amazon Prime as far as a distributor, which makes a lot sense. As they said, quote, it gave them the most freedom in developing the show, such as keeping it as an adult animation project. Marisha Ray plays Keyleth in an interview with Polygon said that, quote, we lucked out with Amazon. There were other potential distributors that we were talking about that were more interested in making it maybe a children's show or wanting to go a different direction or make it into a more serious political fantasy a la Game of Thrones. I would have hated that. I probably wouldn't have watched it if it went one of those routes. I'm really glad they ended up with Amazon. The project was originally slated for release in late 2020. However, in June 2020, it was announced that the debut would be missed due to the COVID-19 pandemic, and the series was delayed until 2022. This is pretty awesome to see what fans can accomplish. I can't say that I'll go back and watch all 100 plus episodes of Critical Role, but it is pretty neat that this built up this much of a following to result in a mainstream streaming release. Like, I mean, I can't even imagine what these voice actors think of the response that they got. It's really, really cool. I tell you all of that to let you know how we got here. And if you stuck around, just know you don't have to be familiar with D&D to enjoy this show. As I mentioned, I don't know shit about D&D. There's certainly plenty of nods to the role-playing game throughout the story. One of my favorites is the fact that they have so much trouble with opening doors, which I think is a direct reference to the critical role streams. <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. This is also very much an adult animated show, as mentioned earlier, and while I generally try to recommend shows that everyone will enjoy, this simply isn't going to be for everyone. 
even I was a little bit skeptical early on. I'm not the biggest fan of fantasy and role play, if I'm being honest. Probably another reason why I haven't played D&D. I will say that the humor is a little bit hit or miss in the early going, but that's mostly because like the characters aren't fleshed out yet. As the series goes on and you get to know this group better, you'll find yourself laughing a lot more. As stated, the first two episodes were not part of the Critical Role campaign. They were added for additional backstory, which is great, but like it's not the show's strong point. It really gets going when the voice actors are able to fully execute the strengths and weaknesses of their characters. You'll certainly have a favorite when it comes to all of these characters. Keyleth is carrying the weight of her people on her shoulders while also learning how to master her powers. She is a really, really cool character. She's the half-elf druid who can like control the environment around her, like trees and stuff like that. It's pretty neat. Scanlan is a horny perv, but is also very desperate to prove his worth as a bard, which from what I'm told is kind of useless in D&D. Grog is the muscle. He's kind of a moron, but he's also very lovable and would like literally kill for his team, especially Pike. They have a really sweet relationship. However, my favorite character going away, like it's not even close, is Percy slash Percival. He's voiced by Taliesin Jaffe, who does incredible work with this character. And Percival is so complex, he's very deeply disturbed. Without giving too much away, I would have liked to see him embrace the dark side a little bit more. I would have liked to see that go on a little bit longer. I mean, granted, that is one of the things that's kind of like a like it's a 50-50 thing where it's like, I would like for the episodes to be a little bit longer, but I also like that they're condensed into like 25 to 30 minute episodes. His character has a dope look and he easily has the coolest weapon. It's called the List and the List is his original pepper box pistol and it's the first gun he ever created. The name of the gun came from the inscriptions of five of the six barrels showing the names of people Percy sought vengeance against. It looks awesome on screen. I always enjoyed seeing him whip it out. Uh, use the gun. T- touch the... It's not like it's not like penis related. It's, I'm talking about... Oh, God. Um, I-, I mentioned in the beginning that the fight scenes are also really good. I know a lot of our listeners look to anime when judging fight scenes, and in my humble opinion, these are certainly on par. It's also really cool seeing all the characters using their powers together like in unison. It's very my hero in that regard. Like I said, this is a very easy binge. 12 episodes. Each episode is about 25 to 30 minutes long. All of them are available on Amazon Prime. Season 2 has already been greenlit. As far as I know, this is only going to be two seasons. That does make me a little sad. I wonder if it's because like the voice actors have such busy schedules. But as I've mentioned before, I'd rather have a condensed, limited amount of episodes that are really, really good, as opposed to shows that like to stretch things out. There are some seasons that are good, some are bad. You know, I think a lot of us can agree. Less is more. I also think that this could go on with other campaigns and maybe other characters. I'm happy to see more mainstream D&D stuff, even though I don't play myself. Hopefully next year's film can pan out as well. It's always a win for nerd culture to become more mainstream. It brings more people into the fandom. It lets people interact with people that maybe they wouldn't have before. And I think ultimately, especially when you look at something like D&D, when you see shows such as Stranger Things come up, I can't believe I mentioned Stranger Things in this episode, but I want to mention it in a a good light. Um, You see shows such as that, you see this, you see the movie coming out. A topic such as D&D, which used to be a little bit, you know, niche and taboo is a little bit like too harsh of a word, but like people would automatically like write you off like, oh, what a nerd. Like I'm not associating with them because they played D&D, all that bullshit. I'm glad that's starting to go away. It's great. I mean, I don't need to tell you guys to embrace nerd culture. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if it wasn't for nerd culture. So thank you all for that. Again, I think you guys will enjoy this. Give it three episodes minimum, and I think it will draw you in. But with all that being said, folks, that's the September edition of Netflix and Phil. I am I really, really enjoyed the hell out of this show. I knew I was invested because at one point I like audibly gasped and I was like, oh, I guess I have bought into this show. 
I don't know where you would find better voice acting given the cast. They are absolutely incredible. Really interesting characters, a beautiful world to build upon. There, There's a lot here to like, guys. If you're brand new to the podcast, don't forget you can find us literally anywhere you find podcasts. But if you do find yourself listening on your Apple device or Spotify, please do us a huge favor. Leave us a five-star review. We haven't put a lot out there recently, and that's just because there hasn't been a lot of shows streaming that we have been watching. But the YouTube link for all of our live streams is in the show notes. You can also find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram, Await for a Podcast, and on Twitter, Await for a Pod. And we hope to see some of you this weekend at Ocala Comic Con. Myself, Eric, and friends of the show, Jordan and Joanne, will be on site promoting Brick City Anime Festival. We'll also be doing a ton of giveaways, so come by, win a manga, win a Funko Pop, maybe come by and pick up some free stickers we would love to see you guys there and let us know you listen to the show we always love interacting with you and we're always so surprised even though like we know people are listening whenever someone comes up to us like yeah i listen to your podcast we're like that's so nice (laughs) it's like it's like the best compliment we can receive so we hope to see you guys there y'all i'm phil smith aka phil the filipino do not forget we release new episodes every monday and wednesday and all you got to do is wait for it so I heard you're looking for a go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is... Wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast.